0: Hello and welcome back to the uf podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
1: And I am Jared Free. Jordana, happy Eve Eve? Is that what Her, it's called? I'm not familiar with these things.
0: It's the 23rd. It's Christmas Eve Eve. I think I might have just ma- made it up, but as you know, uh, I've gotten into the Christmas tree game and now <laughs> all dates are just uh said they're not they don't have days anymore. It's just how many days from or after Christmas.
1: Yes, the new marker of time. You and the clauses all have a, <laughs>
0: the same calendar. It's 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 a c b c, right? Exactly. After Christmas or before Christmas? Um, I think that's you know the way to go. i am be doing it in July. You know, I'll they'll be like, "Well, what when do you want? When's your event?" I'll be like, "Well, it's six months and three days after Christmas. You figure it out."
1: It, it, it's just you going, "Well, um, it's gonna be on." Christmas Eve, 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 <laughs> Eve, 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 Eve and so
0: forth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I imagine that's how it's done in the North Pole. That's how yeah,
1: that's how Santa does it, I'm sure. What it, so what's your Christmas plan? I I, I know for also, mm-hmm. I I'm loving your tree reviews. I think this is a great addition to the Jordana Abraham um. You know lexicon the 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 the, the jordan Jordana abraham universe i think this is a great addition for you it, it, it's a good look you're raiding trees you're ruthless which i love <laughs> um thank you i saw one tree you did and it was like and it's like did they did they sometimes you i wonder i'm like did they decorate this tree to be talked about behind their right.
0: back yeah it's like because here's the thing with trees they take a lot they're like they can be expensive they take yes. a lot of effort and money. So you have to wonder, like, did someone really think that this looked good? Yeah. What
1: What was <laughs> the direction here? Right. <laughs> like, I, I do want to know the thought process. Like, what is it? You know, and sometimes the thought process makes sense. Sometimes you hear like, well, we only had all this stuff from last year. We didn't feel like going out. We spent money on you know in in 1985 and now we right. uh, it looks like <laughs> the are, 80s all the time.
0: Our budget hasn't increased since then, or we haven't <laughs> gotten a Christmas tree budget. Um, yeah, th- but I, I think, would get it. I think a lot of it is sort of balancing like the sentimentality against the actual like visual aesthetic, because. Yeah,
1: well- Mm-hmm. you
0: know it's like obviously a meaningful thing for some people but if you get too sentimental i think it starts to look a little tacky like you need to have something for sure. someone comes into your home and they don't you know know that this this ornament was grandma's that she of brought course. over from europe in 1920 like there's <laughs> if there's too many of those random ones it starts to look unappealing but i think that it, like it just you can have looks- a sentimental tree that's kind of ugly
1: sure it it starts to look like a garage sale on a tree right you know it's just all old crap that you're just throwing up there which again makes sense if you go everything makes sense if you go for it fully so if you're like we're doing trash christmas and everything (laughs) on the tree is trash you go okay we get it it's fun but when you go yeah these three pieces of trash are here in between all the nice stuff you go what the fuck is going on here
0: Right. And because I don't have any sort of like past Christmas attachments, I'm all for the like clean, clean look of like, you know, just visually aesthetically appealing, which is very much like you said, like an outsider's viewpoint, like totally removed from like the (laughs) sentimental. The nostalgia factor
1: is gone for you, which I like again, not to get into what we talked about last week, but like that trip to the Jersey shore, like, People get—they're like I have. They get—they get tunnel vision. I have to do. I have right. to have this one thing that makes me feel like I'm ten again, and I never, and I I don't pay taxes anymore. Like I, there are people that are <laughs> right. You know, like they just want a minute out of being thirty-five and single, or right. you know whatever it is. You know,
0: which I get. It's like Disney. Have you ever been to Disney World? Yeah, of course part of the magic of Disney World is that you're living, it's the whole, that's an entire world made up of of sure. that time period of that carefree, imaginative childhood. Like, like that's, I mean, like, that's funny. You, we, you hear about people who do Disney wedding. To me, that's yeah. someone who's like totally in that <laughs> world of like wanting to idealize and like live in this fairy tale. And that's like the same thing as these overly sentimental Christmas trees.
1: Yeah, I, but even Disney cleans up the benches and shit like even Bench- disney <laughs> gives it a paint job even disney has like adds moana as a hero you know like it's yeah. like you know like if disney stayed as disney from when it started it would be like you know i i don't think we'd be allowed in there i think he hated jews so i think we'd be like oh yeah you know so like they, about they, that. it's made to be updated right like i think like uh, but nostalgia is like such a big thing. Well, but that's the thing. thing about like that's
0: Yeah, that's the thing about nostalgia is that usually it's sort of like no one likes to talk about the the darker sides of it. So like <laughs> even the, the, the adorable Christmas tree ornament that was from your the year of your birth, you know, probably has I th- some weird weirdness I, around your parents fight fighting. Or I something. think
1: I think you have a uh, there's a business here, Betcha's ornaments.
0: I love you know, it. There's yeah. something
1: there. Um And then also, I remember there was a Shark Tank. Every Christmas, they do like a holiday Shark Tank episode. There was like, you know, like. So one year, there was like, remember, you know how they have Elf on a Shelf? Mench on a Bench. Mench on a Bench was on Shark Tank. That was the Jewish Mm. version and it was just what i love that elf on a shelf was like a cute elf and then Mench on a bench was just like like this jew An old
0: man <laughs> yeah. like just like being judgmental on a bench which i guess yeah. is like kind of the two of us is <laughs> the spirit of hanukkah
1: i guess so yeah he looked like he just smelled of you know salmon or some shit right. and, and you're like this doesn't look cute at all and then but then there was one other one that was a tree that like would pop up and be like golden like it was like this like high-end Christmas tree that was like almost like crystal. It looked like artwork and they were like, wow, it's like artwork. But like the big feedback was like, people still want to have the, like their thing. Like they're not going to spend $1,600
0: to have like the, you know, the Cartier tree, you know? Right. Part of what makes, you know, the decorating the tree fun or different or whatever, special is that every tree is different and sort of reflects, like if they were all the same, it wouldn't be fun. Like I have a, menorah um that i got as gift that like all not that i got well i read that i registered for and I mm. like it, but it's like every other person, every other like Jewish girl from New York that I know that I'm friends with also registered for this menorah. So we all yeah. have the same fucking menorah. So it's not. Is like, it like a fashionable mo- menorah? What's the? Is it yeah. Judaica?
1: What's going it's on? A, with
0: it? It's Michael Aram, which is the same brand that you guys you guys got me some cheese knives from uh, there actually too. It's like right. a nice high end like thing, but it's also like I, everyone else has this menorah, so it's not like, oh, come like look at my menorah <laughs> like.
1: I love that someone listening. Was, I love that someone listening was like Jared gives cheese knives as gifts now. <laughs> like that, I've become like uh, charcuterie is like my whole thing.
0: Now. They were very like, elegant.
1: Yeah, they I were, I, that that was yeah. our goal: elegance, class. That's that's me. That's how people <laughs> would describe me. I. So how are you? So yeah, the menorahs just never had a good look to me. The, the menorah looks less festive and more like like as if like a bunch of monks are going to be singing like mm,
0: yeah it's less cheerful for sure because you... the jewish holidays are usually about like <laughs> you know someone trying to murder us and then we yeah. we figured out a way to like just slide by and we're still here <laughs> yeah
1: they never really figured out how to make that hanukkah harry thing cute and fun it's just hey yeah. you escape death narrowly good for you exactly here's some chocolate money
0: Right, the (laughs) the miracle of Christmas is that like the Savior Jesus Christ is born, and the miracle of Hanukkah is like there's like, uh, there's a lamp that stayed on for eight days.
1: Yeah, yeah. we were cost (laughs) effective with our oil.
0: That's the miracle of (laughs) Hanukkah. What are you gonna do for Christmas? Um, this is the the one of the perks of being uh, in an interfaith relationship. He gets every Christmas. We're going to his parents. Goes to his place. Yeah. Well, what it's do they nice. do? Do
1: they have a specific It sounds like it means a lot to Mike. I I, I got it does sound like he they have a uh, a thing going on. There's a there's a there's a, there's got is there traditions or is it like Yeah, totally get...
0: There's traditions. I'm like, "Well, some well, I think I remember the first time I went to his house, he was talking something about like the tree asking his parents if it was like real or fake." And I was like, well, I was like, "Well, why not get why why wouldn't you just get like a fake tree that you can reuse every year and not have to like mm. drag this thing i mean i got this tree from whole foods so we're like <laughs> bringing dragging it from whole foods over here like i feel like a little dumb while i'm doing it but whatever it's fun once you get it in yeah. um and he's like i'm like why wouldn't you just buy a fake tree he's like well why he's like well why wouldn't you just wear fake jewelry like it's, <laughs> it's doesn't uh, see-
1: i don't know about that i don't know if i'm on his side on that one that doesn't I seem like it's the same it.
0: He's like, it's like a you want it like you want the real thing. It's what I mean. He's not like that. He's not religious at all. It's just like. No, but he has a connection to it. Yeah. It's a childhood. Yeah. Childhood thing. It's like he remembers like being eight and it's a dog on Christmas. It's like a whole like. He got a dog
1: on Christmas. What he did. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. You would have a connection to that day. Like, I mean, I can't even. That sounds too good to be true. It sounds like that's. Like I feel like like I, I, I feel like he's in his footy pajamas even today. He's like throwing them on.
0: Um, yeah, he's definitely close close to that. I mean, he also like likes the gift aspect of it, which I think is like I don't know. It's like again, it's like a family thing. It's like that's <laughs> when he got like all of his gifts for like the year. It's like that's it's very like correlated with that kind of Is time. there
1: ever a moment where his family's like like kind of like come on Jordana get into it like do they want more out of you when you go there for Christmas
0: I mean I mean I'm like but it's funny I mean we talk about my like my gift my surprise gift face (laughs) right so when I unwrap the you know because like you get you get like so many fucking presents like I've never gotten that many presents at one time in my entire life sure um so every you know you open the gift and then I like I, I have I've had this I've been working on this over the years that we've been dating it's like Oh, my God. Like, I, I love this. I'm I, and it, But here, here's also the thing. I can't wait. To, it's like, can I tell you? Actually, I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story about Mike. Please. His so brother lives in San Francisco. Um, He and his wife live in San Francisco. So they're not making it in for Christmas this year. So they sent gifts. They, like, mailed gifts to our apartment for him. So he got, we got the gift, like, in the mail. And he wrapped his own gift and put it under the tree. I'm like you're wrapping, you're putting your own. So, gift so the in gift from paper. his
1: brother. <laughs> yes, he saw it. He then went and wrapped. He knows it. what
0: it is. <laughs>
1: placed it under your tree. Not even your. So there won't even be a show. This is just for you that he's doing it for.
0: I guess, or he's gonna bring it to his parents. It just seems like it's like so inefficient. It's like I mean, you'll hear me talk about this on Breches Brides if you listen. It's like it <laughs> doesn't make any, like. Efficiency sense. No, but not most things,
1: stu- <laughs> most emotional things don't. I mean, think of everything in a relationship doesn't really make a lot of sense.
0: Right. It's not logical, <laughs> but I guess that's None. what makes it. That's how you know someone cares is when they do things that just don't make any fucking sense. <laughs>
1: well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a big part of it. That's why when like people get divorced, you're like, you did what? And they're like, I know. <laughs> I know, like, you know, like it always in relationships. This is what happens. And I guess over the holidays, it's just like that emotional aspect. <laughs> I just like that. He's like wrapping
0: a present for himself. himself. I mean, that, yeah, yeah that that was, that is. I was like, I think like, I said, I think this is the weirdest thing that you've ever done, that you've wrapped your <laughs> well, own. You've wrapped the, your own gift. <laughs> I
1: do understand from his perspective. There's no way to not look Grinchy as a Jew on Christmas because you're just asking <laughs> practical questions like asking a practical question over Christmas isn't that's why I asked like how is is his family like getting you into trying to get you into it because like yeah I would be sitting there the whole time being like
0: yeah, I'm gonna like I don't need all this stuff. Like I I have this already. Like <laughs> right. Well, I mean you you write the list though. You you put the stuff on the and then I feel weird about sending in the list because I'm like I'm writing a list of gifts for your parents to get me. Like that seems weird. Like That's why? very weird. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then, like the, like yeah yeah I wouldn't. you have that to do that all. otherwise you guess you get like random stuff or like it, the whole like the rules behind it are very interesting to me. I'm trying not to be like the on the bench <laughs> and, <laughs> and just get. to I well, do actually I do actually really like some parts of Christmas so like I do get it like I like the Christmas music I think it's like kind of fun it's a little of che- it's like a nice nice chance to like sort of tap into like the cheesier part of yourself it warms your soul I'm totally on board but I I'm
1: I'm with you more more <laughs> with you where I I couldn't avoid asking practical questions Where that kind of ruin the fun like the, right. there is I, I remember the, the the writing down what you want, Jess, before we went to her parents' house was like, my mom wants to know what kind of food you want in the house, and I had to look at, and she asked me right, a couple like, what times, "What am I going to give
0: your mom a fucking list? A grocery list? Like yes. yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah. Get to, get the Whole
0: Foods now, and don't get anything that has any saturated fat in it. Right, you know, like, right. And then you have to think of the thing you actually want, and then find something that's like two price points lower, so you don't seem like um, I just don't even. I snob. I, I, <laughs> I legitimately, I legitimately <laughs> said to Jess, I go. I will,
1: there was a point where I go, I will never tell you what I want. I will never, I will never ask for, so if you want something or you think I might want something, you ask for it. But I will, literally, I could be starving and I'll go, I don't know, I'm good. I could be dying of hunger.
0: And I would still be like,
1: no, 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 I'm just, it's totally fine. But Be a diabetic
0: surrounded by just candy in the house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. I, so, I get it completely. I I, I totally understand. I, Merry Christmas to you and yours. I, I hope you have a great thank you holiday. I hope everyone out there has a great holiday. Everyone out there in listening land, it's a great time to share the U up podcast. What a gift! That's a great gift for someone. Hey, I heard you're single and and alone. Here's a podcast. I don't know. Give a give the gift yeah. of you up. Share. You ever share, get a really share. good
0: recommendation, and you're like, "Wow, you just gave me like hours and hours of entertainment." Someone who recommends like a really good TV show to me. I'm totally. like eternally grateful.
1: Yeah, you've given me the gift of you know of of taking my brain and putting it on the shelf and allowing me to be entertained and and listening to a fun conversation. So. Tag people in your Instagram story. I know we're getting repetitive with this, but do it. We want more listeners. Yeah, we want more people. Exactly.
0: Wrap up the UF podcast, put it under the tree, <laughs> send me a picture and I will judge it. And there we go.
1: Yes. Let's and keep to- up with Jordana's judgment of your trees, <laughs> please. They're so great. So funny. Um, Thank you. I'm having addition, a lot of fun. In, uh, you're, you're killing it. In addition, I am going to be in Indianapolis for New Year's Eve weekend. Indianapolis. If you want to come to a socially distanced show, Get the corn Squad together. Get your pods. JaredFried.com. JaredFried.com. JaredFried.com.
0: ce.com/ uup to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com/ up
1: so what are we talking about today Jordana
0: today we're talking about how to deal with an ex who moves on very quickly I've heard this uh. issue quite a bit um, so I'll read the email and then we can sort of get into okay unpack the emotions here. So, listener writes, Hey, J&J, thank you for always making me laugh, giving the best advice. I'm especially enjoying the Sunday special episodes. Thanks. I am writing in because I'm really confused about a situation with my ex. We broke up almost two months ago and we were living together. We dated for two years, talked about marriage and getting engaged next year, etc. He broke up with me and while we were having small fights and arguments during quarantine, I didn't think a breakup was justified. Once the breakup happened, he went back to his hometown while I stayed in the apartment until I found a new place. After... Being moved out of our place for about a week, I find out that he's dating someone new. He reconnected with his college ex who was divorced with a kid. Whoa. I'm confused That's tough. I'm confused because we were broken up for about a month when he started dating this person. Obviously, that hurts, especially since I was still living in our shared apartment and he was already dating. Is this just a rebound? How is someone able to start dating someone so quickly after a very serious relationship ends? Any advice for getting past an ex moving on so quickly? I appreciate your insight on this. Um, especially hearing Jared's male perspective. Sincerely, my ex is now a stepdad.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll first start by saying, I'm sorry this happened. That stinks. Um, It kind of makes sense. I don't really see the shock in this. Um, That he moved on too quickly. You mean? I'm assuming she's looking into his life and, and putting some puzzle pieces together. Like, I don't know. I mean, if he's messaging her being like, I've moved on and I'm in love and I have a child now. Like, um,
0: (laughs) uh, the whole family we've we've been talking about.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but I will say the person he ended it with her. So it's not surprising that he would end up move on first. I don't think the idea to break up with, like, I mean, let's just, I'm trying to in part to her that this is somewhat normal because I'm sure she feels a little bit like this is wild. I don't get it. And it's like, n- just know that this feels normal to me. Like, right.
0: I could see why it would feel like to empathize with her again. I feel yeah. like it's like, she's kind of like he was able to move on so quickly to this. Like, and again, I think it things always, when you, there's a kid involved, they always seem more serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if they're not, yeah. I mean, it might be serious, but I think when you, when you see a kid that's like someone's with someone's kid, you're like, Oh, it's serious. Yeah. Um. And I think that her concern here or what makes her is making her so upset is like sort of the devaluing of her thought that this devalues the actual relationship that they had, that he was so yeah. easily able to get over it and move on.
1: Yeah, I, I would say to her here. Here's all the normal stuff in this email. OK. OK. It's normal that he broke up with her and then was able to start dating before her. That's normal because when people break things off, they've been thinking about it. they've are they've already dealt with things that you have to start dealing with on day breakup, right. You know, she's saying we've had fights and squabbles, but I didn't think it was anything worth breaking up. Well, those after every one of those fights and squabbles, he went should I do it? Should I, is today the day? Should I just get this over with? You right. know, there wasn't it wasn't like he was like, And I don't, you know, and you never do the dishes. It's over. You know, it's like, that's not how it happens. A breakup happened. It's never your breakup timeline is behind his breakup timeline. So that makes sense that he was able to date just generally. Then he goes to his hometown and he starts dating a college ex who is divorced with a kid. That makes sense, too. He went to someone who has said yes to his naked body before. So it's not like this was like talking to his college ex. That's not taking a chance. That's not him going out to bars. That's not him going and being like, hey, ladies, uh, I'm done with that shitty relationship now. Who's ready to fuck? Like, that's not what he's doing. It's a it's actually the opposite of a confident move. He's going to someone who has said yes before. As a safe landing spot, I'm sure they've kept up over the years in some way or another. Whether that was cheating or emotional cheating, I, I, I'll i give him the benefit of the doubt and just say that they followed each other and never really, you know, I, I would, I would, let me, let me assume the best of this guy. And it was just like, after the breakup, he starts responding to Instagram, you know, stories and, Hey, how you been? And it's just an easier landing spot, right?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think like that. I mean, I, again, I don't think like it. I think it, it might make you feel better to think that it's a rebound, and maybe it, maybe it is. I don't think it. Like, it, we don't know that. She's like, I think she wants to think of it as a rebound because it's less. Again, it's less offensive than like why I've met it, someone like, already immediately.
1: Sure, but like, okay, I, I, you're saying why, why is, is it less, more? Of, yeah, why is it more offensive if this is the love of his life? Like. You know, let, let's say, let's say they, they, they connect over Instagram which I'm, or Facebook or however it happened. He goes to his hometown. He's living with his parents. They connect in a way that whatever. She's in the hometown. They, you know, the Christmas spirit, the snow falling down. <laughs> he's looking at the kid, you know, getting his, uh, you know, his new Lego set. And he's like, right. wow, this is the life I always wanted. Why is that more offensive?
0: Because like I think that it feels offensive to not like have time to mourn a relationship, like the relate that her relationship meant so little that he could easily. I mean, I also think that like there are different people who process things differently and process breakups later mm-hmm. like differently. Like I feel like if if Mike and I broke up, it would take me like years to like <laughs> get over it, even if I was the one who initiated it, just because like I'm so like anxiously attached. But I think that. Or, like, would ruminate about it in that way. But I think other people, but like... Sorry. I'm
1: sorry to interrupt because you, you said something just now. You said, even if I were to end it, it would take me years to get over it. And it's like, yeah. well, then, like, I, I don't doubt that. I don't think that that's a bad thing to say. But why does that have anything to do with Mike and the way that he moves on? In the well, scenario where point. you dump him. You know? right? I'm
0: saying that's a great point. It's not th- I think this that should make her feel better in that it wouldn't be about Mike. It would be about yeah. the way that I hold on to things and can't let things go and don't process things. And other people are um, able to do that more effectively. And like you said, like if he broke up with her, he was probably thinking about it for a while and maybe had a better sense of who would be a better match for him. That's and then when the thing, he, you know,
1: these relationships Nothing is guaranteed. Everyone's self-motivated and everyone's trying to get to the best place for them. Sometimes that involves the partner. Like, I, you know, if you think of like marriage, I'm marrying the love of my life. All of that is in I terms. Right. None of that is like because I want to make this person happy. Like, no, I, want, I am happiest when I am with this person. So that is all like me at the center of the movie, me as the main character and you are someone that is an accessory to me and my happiness. I I know that makes it sound bad, I'm sure that like but like a a, a part of getting being with someone forever is that, isn't it?
0: yeah no I think it's like a per- it's again it's not it's it's personal for the person but it's not personal for or against you and I think mm-hmm. when you take breaks up breakups the hardest is when you take them the most personally where it's like yeah obviously like he knows you and he knows you well, but just because you're not the right match for him or he thought he could find a better match for him doesn't mean that you're not great and you couldn't be just as good of a match for someone else
1: yeah and and I've like just to personalize this anytime i've ended something i've i've never thought oh thank god i got away from that person i've never had that thought right. um i've more my thoughts after a relationship have always been okay what have i learned about myself what have i learned about my taste what could i do better it's always in the in the key of me so to speak it's never right so i i understand where she's coming from where she's like she sees him with this new person um, But I, I guess, you know, I, and it may be they end up as a rebound, but maybe they end up together forever. But, like, all of that is not personal to her. Like, right. If, like, if we took breakups less personally, I think there'd be more breakups of bad relationships. Like, you know, like... It, yeah, definitely.
0: It's, well, be, I think people would feel freer to be able to find a better match for themselves if there was yeah. less if it, if it was less personal, I mean, obviously it's personal in the sense of like they know you and they do not want to date you anymore. Obviously, well, <laughs> an extent for like that that you can't deny that there's an element of being personal in that. But I think it's more like, doesn't mean like you, everyone has, there's no person without their positive and <coughs> negative qualities, but it's, mm-hmm. and it's not about finding someone with no negative qualities or finding someone who's who has way better qualities better or more positive qualities it's about finding someone whose negative qualities bother you less and whose positive qualities you appreciate more
1: yeah i i I totally agree and the that kind of gets into the next part of this email to me where it's basically like every reason someone gives you for breaking up is a lie so like (laughs) This guy broke up with you and I'm sure he said a lot of things as he moved out of your apartment. I'm sure he was like, "I don't know and I love you and I care about you, but I'm just not there and this isn't right." A lot of heaven and hot. But the reality is every relationship, the only answer is this isn't the match for me. Right. And and if you I, I I'm sure he said other things. I'm not ready. I don't see myself being in a relationship right now. And those are all like cover and like, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts to try and like shield you from saying a harder thing. The hardest thing to say is this isn't the match for me. And then, well, why? Well, I don't, it just isn't the match for me. Like there, there's no why to that. It's just a feeling I have that I could be happier finding someone who's a better match for me. And it's like, that's where you get into territories of like, that isn't personal. That is just him. And and now he moves on to this next person. Things in COVID are moving quicker for relationships. I'm sure he's maybe the reason she knows because they posted together a month in and you're thinking, wow, he's already posting with this new woman and they got a kid now all of a sudden. And it's like, yeah, these things are happening during COVID. Like none of this is surprising.
0: Yeah, and I think like when she says like I didn't think a breakup was justified, it speaks to like that sense of not understanding that the breakup is not like you have to do you did X Y Z and therefore like justifies that that warrants a breakup. It's more like someone saying like thinking about it for a long time and realizing that like they didn't think that you were gonna gonna be a good. Match for them long term and deciding. I think if you look at it in a positive way of like deciding to not waste your time any longer.
1: Well, yeah, but also that whole like I didn't think it was justified. Yeah, for you, that like the you know like she didn't think it was justified on her scale. It was
0: justified for someone. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and and it's like she. I don't think she's saying I didn't think it was when she says I don't think it was justified. That's like her saying, in my movie, I wrote the script differently. Well, he's got his own movie. Just because you're a couple doesn't mean you're not two different people.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like, that's easier to say than really internalize. It's, like, extremely difficult to be broken up yeah. with from someone that you really did think that you were going to be marrying or with for a really long time. I don't think that's, like, a thing that you get, the point that you get to of, like, well, you know, like, there's someone for everyone and there's a mm-hmm. match butt for every seed and like you know what i mean like it would be weird if you thought that way a, a few days or even like a month after i think it's okay to feel like shitty about this like it's, oh, of course like let yourself feel bad it sucks to hear that it's like no one ever i don't think is ever like i think it would be hard pressed to find someone who was like oh cool that's like great for them like i'm ha- I'm so glad they're happy
1: <laughs> Like, yeah like, all of this stuff you know becomes a self you know a moment of looking in the mirror i i don't think she's dumb or wrong for sending this email i yeah. i i i just yeah i i'm with you like it's like you of course you're going to feel bad of course you're going to say well why couldn't i be what this person is to you but you were 2 years in with him this person is new and fresh and you have no idea what 2 years from now is going to be with them too like i i it's it, true. It's tough to come. I all these things. I mean, we can't tell her not to compare herself because that's just a natural human thing. But just know that you're comparing two totally different things, and this is someone that is. Um, it was again. This was the easiest person for him to like get involved with too.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's an easy rebound or long term thing. Who knows? And again, like I think feel bad and almost if I could offer some advice from like as, as someone who, again, likes to hold on to things for longer, for a while past their expiration date. I think that if someone moves on for me, that's sometimes the push that I need to like get out there myself because I'm like, it's yeah. not happening. We're not getting back together. They've moved on there with someone else. And then that to me, I'm like, here's more motivation to get out there.
1: Here's what you do. You show up at their hometown <laughs> Christmas pageant. You interrupt the whole... <laughs> you go to the kids' Christmas pageant. You show up there and you go, Stop it at once! The man is mine! No, I... I, I... <laughs> Can you imagine Scherr showing up at his new stepkids' Christmas well, pageant? That <laughs>
0: sounds like a Christmas movie. Hallmark. Get in. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows, making a comeback. You're a millennial. Go to Clarence.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off. A free welcome gift plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. Absolutely. UUP
1: at com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. Love an awkward sex story. Hi, love the pod. Feather, feather. I will get to the point. I was having sex with my not-yet-boyfriend and we had been using condoms to be safe. And mostly because of no babies for me. We were out of condoms and wanted to have sex and he suggested we use the female condom he got as
0: a joke. Do you know what a female condom is? I've never... I think it's like almost like a cup. I've never used one, but I think it's like it goes in. It goes in the woman, and then it almost like blocks the penis from going fully.
1: I got gotcha. so, you. So I guess it starts on you. That's the, and then you push into it. Well, she yeah, writes, you push
0: into it so you can't get past it. I guess.
1: She writes, "I was in for it because I thought it would be funny. That's always a good place to start with sex. <laughs> Let's." To me, let's have some sex. You know, like
0: to me, if he got this, um, yeah, this doesn't sound hot. If if he got this female condom as a joke, it means he doesn't really like want to wear the condom. He wants you to wear. Oh, really?
1: You think it was a fake? That's how I would take. it
0: just joking. Okay. Like oh I, I like why don't you try it this time it'd be so yeah. funny like <laughs> if you were the one who did the work of putting on the condom and then I could just have sex without a condom on cuz it feels better for me
1: I guess you're right I I don't know what the joke is Like, I I, like, 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 ah, wouldn't it be funny if uh, you had to do all the shitty stuff that comes with sex? It'd
0: be funny. Yeah. It'd be so funny if you did the dishes tonight. (laughs) It would be hysterical. Let's try it. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, like what store? It's not like he bought, he was at a joke store and he's like, oh, you know, it'd be great. Like, it's just.
0: Yeah. The the way he presented it to me seems like he was trying to, like, say, like, I don't like wearing a condom, which a lot of guys say because they prefer to have sex without it. I
1: guess if, but on the douche scale,
0: it ranks pretty good.
1: Like, if if I won't wear a condom because it doesn't feel good is, like, the biggest douche, the, hey, let's use this other protective device, like, it's lesser of a douche to me.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: You know, like, yeah, he's like, but I do want to stay protected. You know, like,
0: like, it, yeah, I guess it's slightly better. I, I, I'd i like right? to not put us at risk, but I'd like you to um, bear the brunt of that responsibility.
1: Yeah. The, OK, <laughs> I guess, you know, some would say that's the pill, too. You know, the, the you're. Would you
0: in, would in, you in take it. a male birth control pill? Yeah,
1: no question. You would. OK, Ma- uh, a pill that makes me my penis bigger and I cry a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> right if that was the side effects what are the side effects they but i i think i would i i think some people gain weight on the pill if that could be my excuse like i would go home for the holidays my mom would be like you're putting on weight jared i go i'm trying to have sex pill. my skin is better get away from me you know i gotta have a <laughs> it's all a trade-off you know <laughs> I thought it would be funny if you aren't familiar with the female condom, the girl has to insert it into her vag and then you put the dick in. That sounds like the directions he gave.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound very. (laughs) Yeah, just throw it in your vag and
1: then I put the dick in. Hot. So I got it in and we started having sex. Everything was great. It was funny. We stopped to make sure it was good. And once it was, he started hitting it really hard. He finished, and when he pulled out, he looked down and asked where it was. Looked, I looked down and said, I have no idea. We searched the bed, and then I find it inside of me, and it was stuck inside deep in my vagina. I went to the bathroom to try and pull it out, but it was so deep that, it could, that, uh, so deep that I couldn't reach it. I came in from the bathroom and said, I'm so sorry, but I need you to pull this out of me. I laid on the bed, legs spread open, and he started to dig in. Wow, <laughs> I just see him <laughs> clapping his hands.
0: He's like, okay, <laughs> let's
1: get in there. Warm, yeah, warming <laughs> it up. <laughs> um, I could feel where it was, and I said, "A little to the left." <laughs> hey, down there, a little left. Go wow. to the right. <laughs> there it is. There, yeah, almost there. She's like a foreman on a construction
0: site. Right after the stop sign. Make a...
1: <laughs> he moved his fingers and pulled it right out. We laughed and then went to go get plan B. Definitely not the most romantic thing ever, but he did ask me to be his girlfriend a month later. So moral of the story, if you want to cuff a man, get a female condom stuck in your cooter. Ugh, cooter is like Co- very aggressive. It's a very
0: odd ter- Who uses that word? Like
1: Feels Southern to me.
0: Yeah, it feels like offensive, even though I don't know why.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I said cooter, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying saying it I, out of my mouth. I don't, I
0: don't even don't. feel comfortable here, like listening to, you, <laughs> reading it. It's right. I don't Doesn't like it that need
1: an accent though? A cooter. Let me see that cooter. Yeah. Oh,
0: I hate it. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> um, like, yeah. What do you? I, I,
1: it sounds like a like the female getter done. Like it, Larry, the it's the cooter sounds like something Larry the cable guy would say.
0: Okay, I am not familiar with
1: him. Larry cable guy would go get her done. Okay. Let me see that cooter. It does. You know,
0: I think this girl's got a lot of confidence. I like respect. She's great. She, she's like, all right, I have an issue. Like I, I'm, you know, we we're talking about earlier in this episode being scared to give your, uh, your significant <laughs> other's parents a grocery list. She's like. Get in, get to the left, and, like, <laughs> ma- like as soon as I... She has no, like, self-consciousness yeah. about it. I respect it. I, I don't think that I would be as confident early in dating someone to be, like, just get in there and do it. Like, I think I'd be, like, try to discreetly do it myself, but I like that <laughs> she was, like, this is a both of us problem. Sure. Get right in there. Yeah. It's
1: probably why they're in a relationship. It's more, it's less, hey, if you want a boyfriend, um, have them grab into your cooter and it's more like if you want a boyfriend stop giving a fuck about what they think you know right just fucking throw be yourself you know, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this the, the, and the moral of the story is be yourself that's the whole of this email
0: yeah respect i call it the gynecologist because that's kind of what the gynecologist does is that what it's like I mean, they, they use like instruments, but having, a, I mean, going to the gynecologist is weird because they put like, me, they put like metal things in there to like widen it out and it is cold. Really? Yeah. That's like, there's like, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, I forgot what the thing is called, but they put it in and it's cold. It's like metal. Oh my and it, God. Like, wi- they like, it, it almost like a clamp, like it widens it up a little bit, I guess. So they could like get in there and, you know, give you a pap smear. Wow.
1: I, I had no idea. I thought it was just like Yeah, you know, cough twice and uh, well, uh, I not with, the, your, with the ball your, your, thing? Your boobs. Yeah. No.
0: It's always like it, they go in and then they try to like talk to you about like your summer vacation plans while they're like singing <laughs> it.
1: Well, it sounds like, like while they're under the hood, like while they're like fixing the the bottom of a car. Is that what Basic, it's like?
0: Basic yeah, it kind of is like that. <laughs> it's uh it's very uncomfortable for like three minutes. The gynecologist
1: is on one of those like wheelie back thing. They're lying on their back, like rolling in and u- under your vagina.
0: Yeah, like oh, looks <laughs> like it's uh, you know, glad you came in. You, want, you know, gotta do a swipe. Any plans this summer? Yeah, that would be uncomfortable. They do. They they do ask. They I think they do. I'm sure they do it on purpose to try to like, just ease you. Ease the right relax you know relax you're tight you're too tight <laughs> loosen up
1: trying to relax that labia
0: yeah there you go <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just goes, that was great Jerry. i heard that
0: very well timed
1: <laughs> i would call it the excavator the grave digger okay. uh and uh the clit cave rescue okay those are the three I came up.
0: With. I, I, I also am not a fan of that other word, the clit word. It makes me uncomfortable. Also, but um, if not for that, I would have liked the last one the most. I think.
1: <laughs> what has it ever happened to you? This something like this? You got the.
0: Um. Yeah, I've gotten stuff up there that I had to get out. Usually, like a tampon. What, like or
1: keys? What's what do you stuff?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a tampon or something. Oh, okay. On occasion, you ever needed you know, help getting something out of there? I haven't needed help. Some people don't like putting their own. I mean, it's hard to like see. I feel mm-hmm. like you can usually like feel it. But some people don't like to like I use the for birth control. I use the Nuba ring. Sorry if this is too much information. But the Nuba Not ring, you basically take the ring and you have to put it in you yourself. And then to get it out, you put your hand in and you like grab it and you pull it out. So I've, over the year, I've been on that for like five, seven years, something like that. So over the years, I've definitely gotten pretty comfortable just like getting in there and getting whatever I need. Store, that You know, getting it out of storage, whatever is in there. You've gotten used to the process. I get that. But, yeah, but a lot of people are like, they don't really want to be like putting their hands in, in their own vagina, which is fine. It's personal preference. Mm. They take the pill. um. So they're like, I don't, I wouldn't want to like, I don't want to put my hands in there, so I could see why some people would be like, "I would rather someone else do it."
1: Yeah, I get that. Um, also, like the angles, like I understand, like getting your own arms down there, you just got. You less feel like, arm. In, like an
0: orangutan. You're like yeah, pushing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, real National Geographic looking on that one. I seriously, I've had the thing where the condom has been stuck inside the woman before. I've had okay. that, but Have never you gotten like, it out. One time I can't, I guess like this shows the size of my penis by explaining this, but (laughs) why am I an idiot? I'm telling a story. No, I'm small is what I'm saying. (laughs) She goes, you're just so
0: huge. She's like, okay, tell it, tell it. (laughs) Yeah, now it's
1: cool. I'm saying this says something about the size of my penis. I've never had it get it you know, have it like shove it up. I've had more where I've fallen out. Oh, now it's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen out and I've seen the condom like dangling from the vagina.
0: Okay. So when you pull out, it comes off. With- yeah.
1: And there's okay. just a dangling rubber thing, like the end of the condom. And it kind of looks like, you know, like, you know, like when a fish, like has trash in its mouth, you know, like on the beach. Yeah, you ever, it kind of has that look to it, where it's like the animal has a foreign substance. You know, it has that look to it. You should write romance novels, right? I think <laughs> <laughs> your vagina looks like a fish with the trash in its mouth. It's right. like a, it's like when you see the crab that 50 uses, shades of gray. Yeah, right exactly. The, it's like when you see the crab that takes the can and makes it its shell. Like it feels very off do you know what i mean like the look of it because you're like man that why is that purple thing coming out of that human colored person something
0: seems off yeah yeah
1: but i that's as far as i will you know have gone with this type of thing but listen that was a good one if you have your own awkward sex send it in uup at betches.com uup at betches.com let's do another email
0: Let's do it. All right. Hey, j and J. I'll get right to it. I broke up with my boyfriend of one and a half years in July. While our relationship was good on paper and nothing particularly bad happened to prompt the breakup, it just wasn't working for me anymore. For context, he's 40, never married, never lived with anyone. I'm 31. Same for me, but I'm younger. Smiley face. I don't really understand what that's supposed to mean. But, yeah, I don't. Uh, like, uh, she it's gave okay a- for me, but like him... <laughs> What a loser, you know? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Winky face emoji. Like I don't know what. Uh, you ever? Have I don't someone think that's wink-
0: that weird for either person. I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, it's not that weird for either person. It's also like, I again, a lot of these emails are written to get us on someone's side. So it's yeah. like, right, guys, I'm not the loser here. Wink, and we're like, did she just wink at us? Yeah,
0: right. We're not. We're not in on it. Um, <laughs> Blat. Thank you for writing it. Flash forward four months um, <laughs> and several bad dates later, and I started doubting my decision. Hey, maybe the pandemic is getting to me. We hadn't had any contact since the day after the breakup when we exchanged a few text messages. Radio silence on both si- sides since then. After consulting my number one confidant, my mom, Ab, I decided to email him. I wrote what I thought was a heartfelt email where I essentially told him that I felt like I'd lost my best friend, that maybe that I'd end up that maybe I'd ended things too soon and that I would be open to getting together for a drink to talk if he was a week went by and he finally responded, saying that he thought it would be good for both of us to connect and catch up quote unquote. I invited him over to my place because COVID for a glass of wine and I am truly baffled about what went down. We sat down on the couch with a glass of wine. And he just chatted at, at me for an hour about the most meaningless shit. Uh, w- when there was a lull in the conversation, I said, so I'm glad you agreed to come over and that you don't hate me. He immediately changed the subject by asking about a mutual friend of ours. A few minutes later, he said he should get going because he hadn't had dinner yet and wanted to go home and make a lean cuisine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's got (laughs) to lean up for those new ladies in his life. He's got to start, you know, worrying about his body again. He's
0: 40. People still eat lean cuisines. I felt like that was very...
1: 40-year-old single men do. Early
0: 2000s, (laughs) like... I don't know, like, whatever. Um, I got a lean cuisine waiting for me.
1: <laughs> it's, such, <laughs> it's also just such an unsexy thing <laughs> to say.
0: I got a Lean Cuisine with my name on it.
1: Um, (laughs) In case he wasn't sad enough, 40, never moved in with a woman, never had a long relationship, and I'm a big Lean Cuisine guy.
0: Thank you for including that detail. That really helped uh, with this. I got up to walk him out, and at the door, he just said, well, thanks for the wine. See ya. And peace. What the fuck? That's it? Why did he even agree to come over? Did he really just want to catch up? Did he not anticipate that we would have some kind of discussion about where we stood with each other or if there was a chance we might try things try things again? I would be less confused if he, he just tried to sleep with me and bounced in the morning. But this? I can't help but feeling like I wasted my time getting my hopes up that he might be open to getting back together, but he completely avoided the subject. Any insight you might have into this situation would be appreciated. Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, what the fuck just happened? P.S. When I broke up with him this summer... In the summer, it took me three days to get him to come over to talk. And when he finally did, he told me he wished we could have had a preliminary phone call to discuss.
1: OK, I I appreciate this person emailing and we've already kind of hammered her with the whole winky face and making him the old man and her the young woman who's not as pathetic as Mr. Lean Cuisine. <laughs> um, but I think her email is written in a way that to me as a guy um, or as a human, as anybody, it seems like she's only seeing this through her eyes. Like I agree with that. It feels like there's a lot of, listen, I'm not saying I don't have narcissism. Everyone's a narcissist in one way or another. This email was written narcissistically without thinking of his emotional state. And like, what kind of got to me a little bit was if he had just come over and tried to have sex, that line.
0: She would have uh, she she, at least understood that, she said.
1: So she understands that a guy would just come over and have sex with someone who he had a long-term relationship with, but she doesn't understand that a guy would be emotionally wary and also trying to judge whether... He should be entering into this as much as you're judging into the, uh, to get into this.
0: Do, does that make sense? It does. So so you're saying that he came over because kind of just feel it out?
1: It, that's what it seems like to me. And, it, and, and I feel like... I mean, this guy does sound very... The way he's written in this email, it doesn't sound like someone that like... It, it sounds like he's a very specific type of dude. Like it sounds <laughs> like... Like the the whole thing with like even saying the lean cuisine thing to someone that's a little awkward saying, I wish we would have had a preliminary phone call to discuss. It's very like, um, like I, it, this guy strikes me as like,
0: 401k. not the best communicator.
1: Yeah. Like kind of a wall street dude, kind of like a, like a mathematical guy. It doesn't, it, it just, he, he, he rings as a certain type, but I, I think he's. He's not a very m- emotional person, it seems like. and Yeah. He, to me. But it's- but beyond that, it's like everyone gets a chance to judge whether the other person's right for them. This is back to our first email where it's like, yeah, you get – she like she's writing. Like I wrote him an email and then it took him a week to get back and then he says – and then it, he didn't give her – like it feels like this whole message to us is – Why didn't he give me exactly what I wanted when I, when I call for him, he should come and be ready to get back with me. And then it's all my choice. Like I didn't like, I I just don't like how this is.
0: Yeah. I didn't like the way that she, the way that she also phrased like her thinking about trying to get back with him. She was like, I went on a, I broke up with him. It wasn't working for me. And then I went on a few dates and like, I don't seem to be getting that much. It seems like reading between the lines. She's like, I'm not getting a ton of attention or clicking with anyone on these dates. So I like decided to sort of re go back to this guy that I had already dated that I didn't what didn't like that much, but like, Hey, and then my mom suggested that I, that I get a little more heartfelt. So I wrote, I wrote like a really nice email that he should have immediately just come back to because it was really nice.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. And, and, and from that, that's a perspective of someone's being a little selfish, like I, I yeah, think, if a guy
0: did that to me, I'd be very, like, I would find it to be kind of annoying. I mean, yeah, I guess if it was really heartfelt. They were together
1: a year and a half, okay? And the part of the class of being, when you're in the position of the person who breaks up, part of being classy about that position is staying away and owning the, the decision that you made and letting the other person get time to figure themselves out. Okay, if if your reason for emailing them is I, you know, I feel lonely and I'm not really doing well in the on the dating apps and well, COVID, so then you write a heartfelt email and the response to your heartfelt email isn't what you thought it would be. It's time to back away. It's you, you know,
0: right? And she said she wrote she wrote that she'd lost she felt like she lost her best friend and maybe she'd ended things too soon. To me, it sounds like she's like kind of bullshitting him. If you you didn't really feel like you'd lost your best friend, if you just said earlier in this, it just wasn't working for me anymore. Well, so that's a
1: that, that is a female thing that bothers me. The whole best friend thing. It, that that is I've heard lost my best friend. I heard you're my best friend. It just feels like that is a lock them in type of shit line that you hear all the time and it's like it's just said I, I i like and and why would i ever trust it every woman i've ever met the well she's my best friend that's my best friend so and so that's my best friend so it feels like this title of best friend gets thrown around by you guys way too loosely so why would i trust oh <laughs> i feel like you're my best friend like yeah me. i'm that. one of eighty thousand best friends
0: I felt like I'd lost my good friend. Would have been better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> felt like I'd lost a good acquaintance, someone I would have nodded at in the hallway.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just
1: don't think, like, when she writes that to us, like, that's the line she pulls from her heartfelt email. I don't buy it. Like, I, I lost my best friend, feels like a, a sales technique and, and not really personal because I've heard it before. That's not your line. Like, I, I don't... So I can understand where he's going, she fucking dropped me. After a year and a half, four months later, I got to come back on her schedule and I got to come to her apartment, drink wine, and I got to beg for her to come back. You, He came to your apartment after you wrote the far, heartfelt email and you <laughs> let him talk at you for an hour. If you wanted him back so badly, like that's the thing with re-entering with an ex. You have to be. You have to you do have to, all the work. You got to do that. the work and you yeah. have to do the effort and you have to and you can't just start where you left off. You have to court the person. You have to give, and you have to understand how much responsibility comes with that because now you're responsible for that other person's feeling and making them turn the wheels that they have turned off from you. So it's like, and, and listen, I'm guilty of this too. I have people in my past who I've gone back to and I didn't take the responsibility of going back to them serious enough. And now I would look back on that and tell myself to do it differently. If I broke up with someone, you go back to them you are, you're really you're stirring the yes. pot that right that didn't and it's like this guy I can see he comes over to your apartment he goes let's see what she has to say and then you don't say anything you don't say like I miss you you don't you you know you don't acknowledge the email so he's like I just I'll just talk because he's probably not good with his feelings either and he just talks and you go well he talked at me and and it's like and it's like I I don't know I I just think this has. This person right. that wrote in, I I appreciate their email. I understand it. I don't think they're a bad person, but I think that they they think that their emotions are the only ones involved in this whole situation because right. this guy's because this guy's a 40-year-old who's never settled down. So he must be like a robot.
0: Right. Or thrilled just to hear from you. Like, I don't think people like to be messed with. And if he's 40 years old, he probably kind of understands what you're doing. And if you're, I think that your email you think is like true and heartfelt and real, but it sounds like it's not a true, a heartfelt, real email is like, I broke up with you. This is, was my thought process while I was doing it. And this is why it's different now. Not like maybe I ended things too soon and you're my best friend. It's all very like vague um, and then I'm open to getting back, getting a drink uh, to talk if you are. It's like...
1: Yeah, it's like you broke up with him. So it's like the idea, like, let, I'll get a drink with you. No, it's... I've made a huge mistake. I've thought about right. it. I went to therapy. I hear the reasons I broke up. I see why it's wrong for this. Just like you're saying, like, let's yeah. go
0: back through the tapes. That's a really... That's an actual heartfelt, well-thought-out email. This is more of a... I'm kind of lonely, and um, maybe I made a mistake. But there was no reason why, because the the reason why, if you were going to give the real reason why, is because you're not having any luck um, with dating.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and that's not a good reason. No
0: one writes that in an email.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, and so, and and again, I if if I wrote this email, I would go ah. You know, maybe I should look at, at, at me being a little bit selfish with this. And of course, of course, your mom told you, write an email because she thinks you're the one, you know, she has no you're context. He's he an asshole. Even when you dump him, he's a dickhead. He's a piece of shit. Or, you know, like, or yeah, he was a good guy. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you should try again. It doesn't, moms don't take into yeah. account other people's feelings in the same way you're not.
0: And I think if that was really the, if the reason that you wanted to get back with him was really that feeling of like, eh, I haven't really found anyone better and I'm kind of lonely. You would have broken up with him again. So he probably did himself a favor here because yeah. it doesn't say, it kind of sounds like you just wanted to know that he would. Yeah. And that and would kind of like fix your, give you that self-esteem fix and you didn't get that. So it's like more insulting. Cause you're kind of like, Oh, I thought this was a lock.
1: Yeah. 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 It, it, uh, that's how I heard her email too. And I, I and I, Sometimes I read these emails and I get, like, a little pinch of, like, you don't get it. Like, I... I Like, just because I, I, I think a lot of people get in positions where they're, like... Like, this is a... This email kind of, like, is one of those, and I don't mean to put this all on her, but, like, one of those where I'm, like... Yeah, this is where a lot of guys' fears come from. This is why a lot of guys stay in things a little bit longer. Or like, you know, like like, this is... This type of like accusatory, you have no emotion. I'm always the one that's going to be right. You're always going to be the evil one, no matter what. She emailed him to look into getting back together, and now she's mad at him for not doing it right.
0: Right. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, he doesn't owe you anything. I think that's the thing to remember. And it's like, don't go like half heartfelt vulnerable, because that's way worse than no heartfelt vulnerable.
1: that's just looking for someone to be your band-aid instead of right. actually like, hey, I, you have to be, yeah, like the vulnerable part is being, putting your position to, for them to say no.
0: Yeah. She never not, put like, him I in the, if p- you would.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, if you will, if you will, if I will. Yeah. That's not vulnerable. This is the least vulnerable, vulnerable thing you could ever do. Yeah, I agree. All so, right.
0: Well, well, good luck. Thanks with for the writing radio. in. <laughs>
1: No, I, 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 listen, I, I, I understand she's not wrong for coming. I I mean, I
0: think we've both probably done of some version of this in the past with someone that kind of, you felt like had liked you and that you're kind of, and you, you second guess that decision, not because of anything's different with the person because of where you are, the context of your life. So totally. I don't think you're, we're not better there's, than you, but just like there's learn a from theme us.
1: To the, there's a theme to this uh, episode and it's like, Hey, you know, Break you know, breakups are very personally motivated and like all this stuff is like you have to realize like you have to take yourself out of being the main character sometime. And that's really hard to do.
0: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them.
1: And we are joined, uh, very excited to have a fantastic comic. He is in a brand new movie,
2: a movie star.
1: Bo Burnham, thank you for coming on.
2: (laughs) Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: This is uh, fantastic.
0: Yeah, we're excited to have you. So your movie, Promising Young Woman, comes out um, this Christmas, December 25th, in theaters everywhere. Yes. Everywhere that there are theaters. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, and then it'll be on it, it'll be on demand some some point in the new year, if we get I, a new year.
0: Yeah, if it happens, it'll be that's where it'll be.
2: Yeah,
1: um, yes. we are so we I, are down to if we get a new year. I, yeah, I love yeah. that we are we the bar is exceptionally low. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I I saw the movie. I loved it. It's very like dark comedy, which I think is like very funny, and it explores some some interesting dating themes um mm. so i mean d- do you want to give like a quick synopsis of the plot to uh entice our our listeners
2: yeah well he, I'll try to say it in the way that sounds most enticing um <laughs> it's a story about a, a woman cassie who's played by the wonderful carrie mulligan who is sort of um uh avenging a wrongdoing committed against her former classmate by sort of going out and pretending to be drunk. And then when men bring her home to take advantage of the person she, they, they think is drunk, she reveals, reveals herself to be sober and sort of uh, terrifies and fucks with them. And then uh, it gets even more fun from there.
1: Now, do you like, you know, a movie like that with the premise of that, like, is there like a lot of like, you know, that that feels like it's like a, th- there's almost like a, yeah, like a a, po- a post me too ism to it. Does it feel yeah. like that?
2: Definitely. Well, definitely. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. It's like people will say like, you know, where, where's your head at during this or how do you navigate doing this in a post me too world or whatever. And really the truth is, it's like, it's written and directed by this amazing woman, Emerald Fennell and, like, I just felt like it was my job to just, like, show up and be one of the, you know, just one of the the dudes in the chess game being played by these very sure. intelligent women. I am like, it, it didn't really feel like my subject to be in control of. I just sort of, I trusted them. It was a really, really incredible script. And it was sort of, um, yeah, I was just, like, happy to be a part of it. But it's very, very much, like, a woman's story from a woman's perspective but also i th- what's fun about it and what was fun about it to me is that like it it really does i think let straight men into that conversation because i mm. think because I, I felt like very recognized when i would see these you know douchey guys who are you know mm. recommending pretentious books or whatever the fuck they're doing to like try to um uh Get with girls or, or you know, it's, I think if, if a certain type of straight man or if most straight men are honest with themselves, they'll see themselves in the behavior of a lot of the guys in this movie.
1: Yeah. I think to go off of what you just said, like a lot of, you know, as a straight guy, you hear from like the ones who seem to get it or are trying to get it. And then you hear from the people that are saying things that you're like. Like the guy that will say I don't even know how to walk in a room with a woman anymore. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't get it. Like you you don't even you're not even trying to. Like I feel like this is a movie for the people that are trying it seems like.
2: Yeah, and you yeah, and also like you've never walked into a the those guys like when's the last time you walked into a room full of women? I don't know. I don't really believe that when they say that. Uh it, right. it's like uh yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very strange, but, but it's also what's not, but the movie also is like, is definitely critical of the guys who presume to be the woke, nice guys who understand, mm. it, which I can totally be guilty of is that like, if also, if you're the guy who thinks he's just like a hundred percent ally and never have done anything wrong, you're just as much of the problem. Like the problem, I think a something that this movie, I think really lays bare is that like a real one of the things that was annoying about how the Me Too movement, I think, probably played out, is that it kind at some point it, it became only relegated to the monsters among us, only the Harvey Weinstein's, only the Bill Cosbys, and like it felt like men. Once it got past serial rapists, men were like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Like we don't want to interrogate any behavior beyond, like, and let beyond the most clearly egregiously horrible behavior and the thing was the hope of this movie is that like and and the hope of that the me too movement could eventually extend to interrogating the more subtle behavior that all men that all men participate in that all of our fathers like marinated in for their entire life that like that the problem of of and i don't want to speak with too much authority on this and this is this is me just kind of you know saying what I feel like I've learned through this process is that like the, the reason that these egregious acts of assault and violence happen against women are not because of just isolated psychopathic men. It's because of a culture that is supported by the nice guys that are too embarrassed to just stand up to the tough or whatever. Or it's, it's a, the movie casts a really wide net and, and, and a really wide and messy net, which I think is like the next form of the conversation that we we should be having around this, which is like, okay, okay, Weinstein's in jail. Cosby's gone. Now, like, let's deal with the, like, the, the you know, let's deal with the things that are a little more subtle than that.
0: Right. I thought that was like one of the more interesting parts of the movie as well. You have like, cause it shows, you know, you could be a presumably nice guy, um, but you're still sitting there, maybe like laughing at the jokes that you shouldn't mm. have that are about, that are about sort of like objectifying women, or you're still kind of like, even if you're not the one like spearheading things like the things mm. that you could be doing to really like reinforce that as like something that's okay or something that's like part of just commonplace. Um, and I think that's where it gets, like you said, like that's that's where the movie gets really interesting.
2: Mm, mm. Well, I'm glad that's, uh, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you liked it and I'm glad you responded to it. I think it's a really... It's like it's it's one of those rare movies that really, I think, like engages you and challenges you. And it's a fun movie because like three people watch it and come away with three really different takes. And like couples, we saw like one of the only in-person screenings like you could see like couples arguing on the way out. And that's like that's always exciting to like, you know, just like maybe like ruin someone's night is it's always sort of fun.
0: No, I it's, agree. It's, those are my favorite. That's why we ask these red flag deal breakers. We have a lot of um of. You know, couples and people who listen to this podcast, you know, with their significant other. And what mm-hmm. we're about to play with you is what we're going to play is like um, we say we say a scenario and then you say if you would be like if it's just a red flag or if after finding this out about the person, you're just like out. Because that we like to do that because that starts fights too. So we're very much in the fight starting industry as well. You know,
1: we're in the pro discussion business. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean that's that's a better
2: way to put it. Well, yeah, that's the fun. That's the thing that, like, yeah, it's uh, that's what I want to get back into the culture more. Is like a way uh, just just to like normalize fighting a little more in in a way because of course we're still we're fighting in the culture more than ever, but um, it should fighting itself shouldn't be a deal breaker. You know, like uh, sure. that—that's that, that, like a—that's—that's that's what makes life worth living. It's like heated disagreements.
1: It, it's a well. It's at the end of the day, it's communication. And you mm-hmm. know, every every everybody says it's all about communication. Then you're like, well, I want to say this, and they're like, how could you say it like that? It's yeah, like, well, yeah. it's been. What yeah. are we doing here? You know, like that's yeah, the whole point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so do we want to play some games, Jordana? You ready?
0: Yeah, let's play. We'll play. So I, I'm pretty sure I just explained what the game was. Mm-hmm. But if you have any questions, um, let let
2: us know. We can. No, no, I totally, totally get it.
0: You're totally. dating someone. It's going great. Red flag
1: or deal breaker after this scenario?
2: I will say that I've been a. I've been in. a am 30, and I've been in the same relationship since I with the same person since I was 21. So I'm I'm probably out of practice in understanding how. How did uh, you meet your significant other? Just through a friend, and um, we've been together a long time, so I don't. Yeah, I'm, I, sometimes I feel like 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 an Amish person being asked like about <laughs> the like the, the latest like Mac update. iPhone, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, um, but the, I'll give it a shot. I, I'm, you know, what? I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm more judgmental than I give myself credit for. So I'm sure.
1: Listen, nobody up. here is an expert, and we're all talking out of our butts. And you know, honestly, like it's all about perspective. But the other thing is. You're 21 when you when when were you like what what like was this after you became like huge or like is this during that like how, is it hard to date someone when you're out there like how do you meet someone when all that's going on in your life because you started well, no, so young
2: yeah well well I mean this is like a gen I mean this is gonna sound like a joke and it kind of is but it's like almost it's very real like the biggest turnoff for me would be someone that likes my comedy I'm saying like that mm-hmm. is that is not I like I like if like someone that like s- would see me on stage and then want to have sex with me is it, I mean that's that's just a turn off for me <laughs> I mean, yeah
0: I, you don't want a super fan I feel like that's well, but, like but it's someone who that. doesn't, it's
2: yeah just, I'm just sort of like if you find what I do on stage sexually appealing we have nothing in common
0: <laughs> you know, that's so funny Andy Cohen I remember said the same thing um we interviewed him once and he was like cause, i mean it's funny because he hosts like the real housewives reunion so he's like yeah. I want like I want like an architect or someone who has yeah, like nothing yeah. to do with the Real Housewives franchise.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what I felt like. So like, and, and, that you know, so yeah, I've, I've been with, with, with her for a long time and it's, it's just been very steady and normal. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't see it as,
1: well, I don't know. Off- I,
2: I I see it much more as I got you know I got to get we got together when I was twenty one much more than we got together at any point in like my career or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. I just yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I I, I was going to ask an off topic question, but I I, I want to think. What do you think of TikTok? Because you're <laughs> like you're like yeah. the original. You know, I I don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to demean. No, anything. no, no. I'm not, saying, at all, not at all. You, not at all. You're like the first person that was like doing like original yeah. music on YouTube. And like people, like, I I can't, yeah. you would probably crush it right now. Like, you must be looking at these people like, this is amateur hour. Like, what you would do with this?
2: <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, you know what's funny? It's like, I also, like, uh, I had a run at Vine too, like, seven years ago when that was mm-hmm. up and had fun with that. It, it, it's weird, you know? I, I, I have my thoughts about it that I that I hope aren't just like totally out of touch and old and defensive and like just like, <laughs> oh, now, you know, what I mean, now that I'm just some like millennial that just like is not the the premier young generation, part of the young generation. But what just like. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not on TikTok enough to like see what what is happening and what's what what's a bummer is that it feels like there's like there's just, it's a very, there's like no path for young people to like make a living off of these things. That's what's just so weird about, and that's happened with Instagram and Twitter and everything that like the norm is just now that you make shit for free. And like, you just do not, like you provide all of these platforms with their content. And then they provide like this idea that like the exposure they're giving you is payment Mm -hmm. enough. I'm like that, I don't know. This doesn't seem fair To me at all that I just see so many like really talented young people or anyone just like working so hard on these things that they have to then post for free just to hope for exposure that will then somehow lead to payment in the future. So that's more what I just see with this stuff is that like I was able I was lucky where that I was, you know, I I was into into theater so I kind of wanted very quickly to get into live performance which you can like make a living from but mm-hmm. it's just that that's my biggest concern is like how can like how can how can creators online like I don't know unionize or something to demand these platforms like they should be paid we, we shouldn't be just providing them all this shit for free it's 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 crazy I don't you know.
1: Well, that's why we always ask the audience rate, review, and
0: subscribe to the podcast. Please, God, uh, we need you to do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I mean,
0: you also can get sponsorships. Like, if you are good and you do grow the following, like you do, have some people do make their whole, I guess, living off of that.
2: Definitely, no, 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 and that's right, totally, and and that that's. But I also think the platforms themselves need to cut them in on their on the profits.
1: That was the. TikTok kind of made that promise. I could be speaking out of at, at a school, yeah, out of school, yeah. but you know, TikTok kind of made that promise that they were going to like help people get you know in on the money, and then yeah, you kind of find out that like TikTok just made themselves the agent. They
2: were like, yeah, yes, we'll just put yourself. Yes. And it's yeah, like, exactly. well, that's not exactly what like, we're talking well, yeah, about. Yeah, they're going to take a commission on yeah. the, on, yeah. But honestly, my real thoughts on TikTok is like, I open it and I see a 16 year old girl like dancing in her bedroom. And I'm like, um, okay, bye. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I, this I, I
0: back full let, circle to the promising young woman. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> like, what, my real,
2: my real thought with TikTok is like, I feel like there's like a, There's something with the Internet where it's like it's either once you turn 18, you should be allowed to go on the Internet or once you turn 18, you should (laughs) never be allowed to go on the Internet. Like there needs to be a child and adult section. Like the fact that we're all mixing like is so weird. I just find it so like why do I have insight into a bunch of like high school kids like personal drama? It's very weird to me. I feel like a creepy like like surveillant uncle. It's not, it's just very weird.
1: It's a very fair point. I would say uh, before we get into the game, you, you, I think you do, you spend a week on there. You'll find the way to make it Bo Burnham's, you know, thing <laughs> I think. Cause I, I started using it and I thought the same, I was like, I don't want to dance. And then you're like, oh, there's other things to do, you know? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: No, no. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. I just wish they would literally make it so, like, there were two sections of TikTok and I could just (laughs) know that I'm not going to stumble on, like, a 15-year-old girl in braces in, like, A belly shirt i just don't want to i like there's no reason for any adult to have access to any of that. it should come with a tutorial i think also right (laughs) yeah
0: like the way my dad uses instagram is like i had to like edit his whole followers list because he didn't understand that we could see all of the like instagram models that he was like liking and looking at (laughs) at one point so i was like you you're not you're like too I, I agree what you said like over 18 you need like a monitor and under 18 you need like a different kind yes, of yes there monitor. should be like an
2: like there should be like an age cast system for the internet only the internet but just like just strat like just layers of age that are just completely <laughs> separated like keep the like 18 to whatever i mean and it could be a big one like 18 to 50 and then 50 and over and 18 and below should just be their own sections. Like the Hunger Games just have like separate on un- like patrolled areas.
0: <laughs> I love that. An, an internet bouncer.
2: Yes. Yeah, to- exactly.
0: There we go. Uh,
1: let's play some games. You ready, Jordana?
0: I'm ready. Let's let's do it. His or her Instagram bio is a link to an IMDb page of a movie they made for a high school project. They're now 27 and haven't been or made any movies since.
2: Oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's cool. That's a that I no, that's, that's a green flag for you. Oh, that's yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's like a that's a checkered flag like you won the race if you hit <laughs> that person. I don't know. I think I I would honestly It'd be hard for me not to think the person that's doing that at 27 isn't doing it like knowingly in a sort of winky way. I mean, if you told me they were truly psychotically doing that, I guess that could maybe be a red flag. But like, to me, that that seems (laughs) that seems kind of knowing. I mean, I, I've looked back at a film we made in middle school, me and my friends, called Saving Private Nathan, which was we just remade Saving Private Ryan with my friend Nate. <laughs> and then, like, But we had never seen the movie, and we're doing just, like, like incredibly irresponsible, like, r- historical remakes with, like, field hockey sticks. It's so bad that I think, uh, I don't know, someone that, that, that's a big enough gap that I think that someone that, is that forgiving of their younger self, I think is actually a good thing.
1: But Bo, Bo, I think you have your first TikTok right there. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I know. That <laughs> Put up would be that a good, movie. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. It probably <laughs> works better in, in seven second chunks too. So, Jordana, so what you're are you
0: saying? Think? You're saying uh, it's okay if it's like ironic.
2: I w- yes, I would. Yeah, I think if it was like a winking sort of like, yeah, I think that's okay. That's yeah. far, like I would the movie they made like four years ago would be scarier to me than the high school, one. it's almost endearing.
0: I think that's a great point. It's like long enough that you can tell they're kind of making fun of themselves. But if it's like, if it's like earnest, then I think we have an issue. Yeah. Even if
2: it's college, if it's college, that's such a difference than high school even.
0: Right. It reminds me of like someone who has their, like, if you have like your fraternity letters on your bio and you're 27, (laughs) like we have an issue.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes yes yes
0: yes yeah if it's if it's done earnestly i'm out if it's ironic i think it could be kind of funny what do you think jared
1: i'm, I'm the same way i i totally agree with both of you like it needs to be far enough from reality like as long as it's not like i think it, yeah i'm with you jordana like if it's their last project i i would never speak to them ever again <laughs> but if it's <laughs> something from high school <laughs> written in crayon i'm like yeah let's uh, this is hilarious yeah totally
0: let's okay. do another all right. You want to read it?
1: Uh, I've been talking to this guy for a couple of weeks, and he recently gave me his Instagram handle. When I looked <laughs> him up, I saw a 1,000-plus posts with a 100-ish followers. It seems weird that he shares so much stuff, and there's like three likes on each thing. Not that social media is a big deal, But it seems odd to me that he is just sharing his life through uh, (laughs) the life journal through IG, I guess. Is this weird? Would you see this as a red flag? So, Bo, what do you think?
2: Oh, man. You know, it's hard, okay? Because, like, at a certain point, like, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, like, just engagement with social media in any way is probably the same red flag that we're all waving over all of our heads. Like we, <laughs> like, like we all kind like, and it's like, I think sometimes we're very judgmental of other people's Instagram of social media use and think that ours is sane, but truly like any, all of our engagement at any level is probably the same type of like crazy and the same type of like, like trying to fill that hole of loneliness. And the truth is, is like, if that that guy posting a thousand photos for a hundred followers, if that is his, you could see that as a red flag, but it's also like, it could be the hole in his heart that won't need to be filled with, when he <laughs> receives your love. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like sort of a, like a chicken and the egg thing, which is like, well, actually the reason that he's posting those photos is because he, is he's not in a loving relationship. And the reason he's not in a loving relationship is they keep seeing these photos and then thinking it's a red flag. So part of me goes like, I don't know, man, like, unless you're some like perfect, I, I you know, we're, we're all trying to figure ourselves out on, I mean, there... if it's just a thousand photos for hundred people, that, that, that doesn't sound too bad for me. And like, I want to see this person's Instagram and go like, Hey, how are you? How are you living online? Are you perfect?
0: That's very poetic. I like it. I feel like this also speaks to that, like maybe they just don't understand how the app works. Like, and kind of like you said, like they're like they need that like tutorial on Instagram, um, where they are using. They think it's like something yeah. that people they're just doing for themselves, or maybe it is something that they're just doing for themselves. They're just uploading pictures, um, for themselves. This is my photo. Fo- this is my photo book or something. I think yeah, it would be a little. Yeah. We- I think it'd be a little weird just for me personally, just because like. Where you know you you probably like this too, Joe. Where you live on Instagram, so you get it. And like, it's just be someone who might not understand you at all.
1: Yeah, I I I'm with you. Where it's like, if it's childlike wonder, I'm okay with it. You know, <laughs> like. But also, she says, not that social media is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's it's your connection to it. It's not the thing that's the big deal. It's mm-hmm. are you like. The way Bo put it, the are you aware of where of how stupid and fruitless this thing is? Like, if you can do that, then I'm okay with it. So if the guy, if the first thing out of his mouth is, uh, "Yeah, I'm like obsessed with Instagram," that's all I would need to hear to be okay with it. Like, like right. I just need him to like admit, be self aware, like, give yeah. me a little bit of awareness that you use it in a way that is outside of the norm. I mean, I, I was just talking about um, on The Bachelorette, Tasha she had a blueberry bagel, and it, like, ruined my day that she... Not that she had the blueberry bagel. It was that she then goes, no, you got to try blueberry bagel. Like, no, we... Just say your thing is weird and not the normal thing, and we'll get over it. I don't need to be, like, pushed into blueberry bagel. So that's my, like, with the thousand posts... Like it's okay to be like, yeah, social media is a big deal as long as you know it's how you interact with it. If you are aware of how you interact with it, I, I'm okay with it.
2: But the, but I'm also like a thousand posts, I'm saying like haven't we all been on Instagram for five years? That's yeah. two hundred that's two hundred a year. That's less than one a day. That's
1: fair. That's a that's a better way that's a more that's a more empathetic way of looking at it than the cheated.
2: I'm just saying <laughs> like, I, I just feel like haven't we all done like haven't we all been posting an insane amount? Yeah, I think like a thousand is not a, not a huge amount.
0: Yeah, I like how you turned it around on her, bow. You were like, um, you know, show us yours. Yeah,
2: that's what. Well, seriously. Well, that's I just that's what I always think. I go like, man, I don't know, I don't know. Well, just, she
0: she's thinking she's going.
1: I've got five hundred followers. I deserve yeah, to put yeah, out. Yeah, a yeah exactly. That's exactly. the way she's looking at, which is exactly. more infuriating. Actually, now that I think, you know, that's actually the worst person in the situation.
2: Yeah.
0: Thank yeah. you for submitting that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what we say after we yeah. tear apart the, uh, the <laughs> listener.
0: <laughs> Let's do one more. All right. Someone writes in. I was messaging this guy on Hinge. Bo. that's a dating app because I know you're, you're a little out <laughs> yeah. of the loop um, about cooking. Is this the and one we where thinking.
2: you're supposed to delete it? That you're supposed to like it's, it's, it's about Oh it's like yeah, the, it's their...
0: it to be deleted. That's, that's their, their tagline. Yeah. yeah like okay, a relationshipy okay. one. Right. Right. Uh, have you ever been on a dating app?
2: I have not. No, no.
0: Very lucky um i was messaging <laughs> guys love them i was messaging this guy on hinge about cooking and we were talking about services that send you recipes and food to make like HelloFresh. he'd used one before and was going really into detail about it which i thought was sort of weird but also mildly engaging next thing i know he sends me the attached message i think it's hilarious but also slightly absurd what do you think so okay
1: Sarah, do you want to you want to be, be in this text? i'll be him and you be her
2: is that cool okay Okay. So so he's sending, t- sorry, he's sending a recipe. This is him sending a recipe. Is that he's what you're sending doing? him
0: a message over a dating app about this like, uh, HelloFresh type service, like meal kit.
2: Okay. Okay. Like Bluebird.
1: Is that another one well, of them? Well, maybe that's the they version s- on the uh, west. Out west.
2: They, send, okay, yeah. uh, they send.
1: They send you, you a bunch of ingredients. Yeah. yeah. You, you cook it up. Okay. So uh, I'll be him. Every week they have a different set of meals and you get to pick them. It's almost like he works for the company. Is he doing <laughs> ads? Okay. <laughs> Every week they have a different set of meals and you get to pick them. And then he sends the link. Oh, cool. I'll have to check it out. I tried out Home Chef and Hello Fresh, and I liked Home Chef more. The oven ones are great if
0: you're feeling lazy. Yeah, I definitely see that. Haha,
1: ha, but let me know if you are actually doing it so I can give you a referral code and we both get credits.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this so much. This
0: is this is perfect. You had to add it in. Um,
2: oh man.
0: Bo, what do you think? Red flag deal breaker. Uh, This is your your first conversation with someone on a dating
2: app. Genuinely, I was like so sad for him until the very end. Like I was really thinking like until the until the (laughs) until the code, I was thinking like, man, it's just so hard to be a human being. in like 2020, just trying to connect with people through these fucking like (laughs) these like you know, soup cans connected by strings through keyholes, these game of telephones, like just how hard it is to try to like present yourself through the, it's, it's just like, it's so impossible. And the version you're, uh, the version of yourself, you're trying to present to someone through these weird mediums that like everyone's literate in, in different ways. And And like, you can't blame someone for not, but, but like, the fact that he's like prioritizing his own discount over like his first engagement with you, you know, it's a level of at least like, it's just a level of like neuroticism and t- that that's something I really, really don't like is like, yeah, some someone that's like, well, if this doesn't work out, at least I like got my rewards points up. Like <laughs> that, that guy's kind of got to use like, just fuck off, like get away. That's just too much for me. That that makes me, yeah. That that's yeah, a red flag. Do
1: you I, agree? I, have, I feel like you're, you're gonna. Win. I don't. I I actually like. I I. Here's where I'll give this guy the benefit of the doubt. When you find something, it seems to me he seems like a sweet guy to me. Like if it seems like he found the thing that has struck up a different conversation for once on these dating apps. And he's just hitting that nail on the head over and over. And he went a little too far. He flew too close to the sun. (laughs) And now he's like, I guess I'll just like, like, he's looking for a way. Some people just don't know how to get off of the topic that they're on. Like, he doesn't know how to go. Yeah, I'm cooking tonight. I love the oven ones. What did you do last weekend? Like, I, I think he's just going down the road of this cooking thing and he's taking it to the nth degree. And I kind of feel bad for him. I I I don't know, like, Jordana, you always bring up the, uh, the like, getting a group on, someone paying for a date with a yeah. group on. Is this kind of like... This is that, very
0: much like that, that for me. Yeah. yeah I, I would be like, not only has this person not asked me out to, like, buy me a drink, they want... Mm this encounter (laughs) to save them money like it was just like scream of like being cheap like very early in the game to me um yes but uh, i appreciate his passion for the thing and if he didn't say that last part i think it would have been okay (laughs) but like the fact that he's trying to like it would make me think like it was more about me using the code that can you i mean it might be an interesting way to like if he's just really on the dating app to um to like get these credits, and no, just exactly. That, kind of, no, no.
2: That, that is what I actually yeah. thought is that like no, I- exactly. It's like oh, I realized like oh, a dating app would be an incredible way to just like start a pyramid scheme. Just like oh, like sure. you want to you want to sell Cutco knives? Just like get on Hinge and 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 ask like find women that are into cutlery.
1: I remember doing like I, I Bo. I don't know if you ever ran into this where you'd go to do a bar show. And the person running it was like, I met these girls on Tinder. They're going to come tonight to the bar show. And, and you're like, I remember feeling like, uh, that's not what I want at all out of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's, yeah. It feels like the new bachelorette version of the bachelorette traveling bachelorette party or something, <laughs> yeah. which is like, but, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This is a real, I really, really like this thing. This is a really fascinating insight into human behavior. <laughs> Because yeah, it's, because it's amazing. Are they always or has it now just been like post pandemic that sort of all these red flag questions are are digital?
1: Oh, no, we've been getting We've been doing this podcast for what, two and a half years? years? <laughs> yeah, but years I, no, no years. but I
2: mean, but I mean, but I mean, <laughs> since the pandemic, have they become more digital or, or are they always been about like digital interaction? That's what I mean. I'm just saying. Oh. They, like, all oh, I didn't these even realize that was the th- a the theme. Online. I
1: think, well, that's kind of the the whole idea of this podcast is the intersection of like dating and this yeah. thing in your hand. Because
2: yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you
1: can't really go to your parents and be like, how how did it how did you and dad uh, yeah, exactly. meet over the dating app? So I think everyone's trying to figure it out. And like I think the other thing is like the nuances of it. Like these people, this guy's talking about you know, uh, meal delivery kits when he really wants to like yes. on a dating app. Like it's, you know, like what's the <laughs> hell's going on here? You know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's very much, have you ever, if, it's very like Cyrano de Bergerac if you know that old, you know, that old, mm-hmm. it like, it's like, there's just layers and layers and layers of that. Like we're all like whispering to ourselves the thing we should say to some, and you know that like, two people corresponding probably have like each have three layers of people that they're like talking to. And like we, we like that guy that wrote that might've just been getting bad advice from his friend. That's why it's like, it's so, it's all just gotten so, so confusing.
0: Girls love codes, man. (laughs) They love (laughs) a referral code.
2: They love love a guy who can cook. You know,
0: that's,
1: he went from a guy who could cook to a guy who's now looking for discounts. Yeah. Right. uh,
0: No, but, yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, it's tough because it's tough to date out there I, in terms of what you're saying. Um, when it's like you meet a guy, you're kind of talking, you feel like it's going well, and then he hits you with his referral code or some other like faux pas. <laughs> and you have to be like, well, back, back to the grind, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Man. Well,
1: Bo, thank you for coming on. This
0: was fantastic.
2: Well, I appreciate it, guys. This is super nice and very, very enjoyable. I, I appreciate you guys, you know, letting me come on, taking the time. Yeah, we of course. Want thank everyone- you
0: for coming on. If you guys haven't checked it out, check out Promising Young Woman. It's in theaters, it's um, in theaters everywhere on Christmas Day. I saw it. I loved it. It's a it's a great movie. Bo is great in it. I thought you were amazing. Um, and you guys can see it for yourself.
2: Well, thanks, guys. Well, have a good rest of the year and you know, stay safe and. Sane.
0: same to you
1: alright that's it for us we solved dating once again right Jordana once again
0: bye You Up is hosted by Jared Freed and Jordana Abraham our editor is Sean Kilby social media by Dana Samuel artwork by Brittany Levine
1: our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby be sure to follow us at You Up Pod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com we
0: Betches